welcome to Girl on the Gov, the podcast. Where our goal is to make politics more accessible and less intimidating. The show features an interview with an expert in the political field, walking us through the many cues we have about politics, civics, government, and more. By providing civic education in the places we are, on our phones, and in the language we speak. And yes, we know, we say like a lot. It's kind of the point. Because politics needed a rebrand. Welcome back to Girl in the Gov, the podcast, a solo episode for all of you today. After passing our 200th episode last week, we are really just like, we need to have a solo moment for everyone out there because Top Story's been been gone for a minute and we love to give you guys some solo Sam and Maddie time. So we have some fun stuff on the docket today. What did she say? A thousand percent. You guys know we love to do like a little reflection sometimes and also play some political games because I will say in thinking about the 200 episodes that we've done and the like evolution of the show, Girl on the Gov as a whole, all of the things, there are so many little segments that like we had at certain times that like we don't anymore, like Fast Five. Like one day we just stopped doing Fast Five. I think it was like a time thing because certain guests like have different time requirements, you know, some as short as like 20 or 15 minutes. So we're always trying to accommodate. Some just didn't know what to say to our questions. Oh my God. That's also true. And we have to thank all of our guests for being good participants, but 200 episodes, favorite memories, funniest shit that's happened. What was like the funniest thing for you so far? So far. Well, because my memory is the worst. There's probably so many things that I'm missing, but my mind always immediately goes to the microphone mi- mis- yeah. mis- malfunction <laughs> of 2022, 2021. Prob- I think it was. No. Yeah. Wait. No, it was no. 2020. Oh, 2020. It was like right after we started. I think it was like in the winter. I came to New York. Sam and I set up a recording. Um, which we should have just like booked a studio like most normal podcasters do. But instead, I lugged my like 50 pound microphone that I had at the time. I had like two suitcases I brought, like one for my clothes and then one that I put all this fucking podcast equipment in that we I was a fresh podcaster, too. I was like, I just did not have any business carrying that much equipment as if I was audio engineer whoever whatever but samantha then books like a we work kind of co-working space yeah. room office and it was the first time we ever met so <laughs> and wild. we go into this room and i set up the mics and there's just so many like things that we'll get into all the technical details but did we have two zooms going or something that like we had to use two different because we had two different microphones, but both microphones, I don't think, oh. would go into the computer. Yeah, which is why we were both on our own computers next to each mm-hmm. other on Zoom. <laughs> Chaos. And if you've ever, like, been anywhere where, you know, there's some type of speech or anything happening where, like, there's some type of echo, like, some you're speaking of the microphone, and then the, the sound is kind of delayed, so the speaker is hearing their word from, like, a second ago back at them while they're trying to say their next word. And that's exactly what happened to Sam. There was like this weird echo and she, her brain was like fully malfunctioning. She couldn't put a (laughs) sentence together. In fact, like every word was like glitching, but also like, like melting into each other. And I was sitting next to this girl I had just met and just started a podcast with and flew across the country to meet. And 
I was like, man, what's happening over there? Are you nervous? <laughs> like, what's what's the deal? And while our guest as well is just sitting there, like trying to be nice, like <laughs> just, you know, going with well, the punches. It made it even doubly hard because she her screen was frozen and we couldn't even see how she was reacting which made it even right. <laughs> so and we didn't want to tell her because like look we are green we like every once in a while we get nervous about things but like this point like we're pretty like you know in our emotions of things but we were like so green at this and I was like too nervous I think we both were to be like by the way like you're also frozen like we just want to like move through it and like this was literally one of our first 10 episodes so mm-hmm. We were really just trying to make sure like we did it more than anything, but that I literally, my brain has never been able to. And then we had to like have you, so she would like put her headphones on when the guest was speaking. And then when she wanted to talk, she had to like take her headphones off and then ask her question or whatever. And that was a short fix. And then the, for the questions that were all messed up. Sam had to like sit in the room after and re-record them as if she was asking them in real time so I could cut them into the episode. So yeah, long story short, that is, I think the most LOL moment. Like I, I, I genuinely can't think of another. We have, we've have a lot, but that one is pretty, pretty dramatic. We do. I actually, so we need to get back in the habit of writing down like absurd moments because we have like a note where we put them of like you know for the the memoir one day of the tell-all book of all things girl on the go because clearly we think we're just we're so famous you know so crazy and I was looking back at it because I hadn't added to it and normally when I screenshot comments it's because they're like heinous and they go into a little folder called like essentially you know racists and bigots so we keep an eye on it and we block them but you know just in case just in case we know who they are but this one I don't even know I have a screenshot of it I don't even know what the video was but it was, oh, I do know. I think it was National Cheese Day. And there was something connected to Wisconsin, I believe, on it. Something like that. And then we got this random comment. My cat died today. He loved cheese. Sad face. And I don't know why. It absolutely, like, it just sends me. Like, it just, it's the pure randomness of, let me just comment. There's been so much of that. It's the pure randomness of just, like, existing on the internet and... There's been a lot of moments like that that just really are hilarious. But another question to add to this little dissection of the Girl in the Go history. What are you most excited for the next 100 episodes? Or 500 episodes, 1,000 episodes? I mean, we're going to be like gray hair. I'm excited for when we get a president on one day, you know? I'm excited also for like the different elected positions that we haven't talked to yet that are so important to know about but maybe are kind of more obscure ones on the ballot that you like vote for all the time but you're like I don't truly know what this person does wait <laughs> speaking, speaking of, obscure, of I know exactly what you're gonna say uh I don't think you do I don't think you do I was upstate and I was going to this estate sale and literally in the driveway so there's all these like local elections happening right now And this is a position I not only like didn't know was an elected position. Yeah, no, that's it. I just did not know this was an elected position. I can't even speak. A coroner. A coroner. You apparently, I don't know if this is just a New York State thing or if this is elsewhere, 
but literally like this dude was pulled in the driveway and had, you know, like sometimes like people running for office will have like a sticker on their car, you know, like a big, yeah. like vote for me, for whatever. And was, I don't remember what this dude's name was, but like vote for Joe Schmo for like blah, 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 County Corner. County Corner. That's interesting. I, I did not know that yeah. was an elective position, but I do know like, like positions within like a sheriff's office, like a county sheriff. Oh. are elected so maybe that falls into a similar bucket but i'm sure that's a county by county thing but that is an interesting one for sure right like what is not like, that i just i mean i do kind of want to talk to a county coroner that's an elected elected but no i, I literally considered introducing myself and then i was like you know what like i'm i'm enjoying like this estate sale like let's just <laughs> have a moment let's not and, and yeah but i was so curious and I just, because the, the question is like, you know, like with certain elected positions, you're like, okay, like you were electing them on this policy or that policy, even if it's like super hyper local stuff, like uh, do the fire hydrants work? Do, are the roads paved? Is the, you know, that type of stuff. What are you judging the corner on? I would have no idea of that's, this is a good practice for dead bodies. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to, like, what is the, yeah what are the parameters? Okay. Very interesting. Yeah. How do you yeah. campaign on something like that? Huh? I have questions. Yeah, I've seen so. this many. I've handled this many dead people. <laughs> and I did it well. Interesting. Well, yeah. yeah what did you think my, I was going to say? I thought you were going to bring up the interview with the treasurer of Oregon and how I called his oh. position obscure. And he was like, it's not obscure. I'm like, it, I know it's like an important role, but it's like obscure, meaning like most a lot of people don't know much about it which is literally the definition of obscure sir am i smarter than you elected official i'm just kidding but that was maybe yeah. a moment that was kind of funny where um yeah i think my like self like you know when you just like fold into yourself i was like i cannot believe she just said that. what it was i so said something though. that actually what i said was not incorrect i didn't say it was incorrect Obsc- obscure just, is not a bad I word i just couldn't believe you said to his face obscure is not a bad word obscure means something that not many people know about which is like fair and i think he even said that in the beginning of the interview he was like yeah i mean not many people know what a treasurer does obscure so clearly people just don't know their vocabulary around these parts Mm. samantha Mm -hmm. (laughs) tobias that was his name he was great. I actually, that was such a fun He episode. was fantastic. And we yeah. got to hang out with him for the weekend in DC, which was fun. He's yeah. a great guy. But I just think Shout everyone maybe needed me. a lesson on what obscure means. And if anyone here was curious as well, now you know. A lesson All you can say is that your- Maddie definitely scored higher on the SAT than Sam. Well, no, I didn't even take the yeah. SAT. Oh, well, then in that case, I won that battle. Who even knew? But yeah, I am excited for more of these like obscure, as you would put it, positions and like getting into them because there are so many. I definitely agree on the president one. That is interesting. I also think be cool. Hence, you know, if anyone from Team Newsome is listening, we would love to have the current governor on the show. And I think also before president, because, okay, you know how like we had Congressman Welch on and now he's a Senator. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's sometimes cool seeing like having someone on the show in one position and then them going in another and sort of like seeing that being the reason like, for cool. their success. Obviously. They come on this show and then they yes. you know, excel in their career and win elections that change their life and career. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, 
that's a cool thing that we do here at Girl in the Guff. Mm-hmm. It is. I will say, you know, our track record for candidates winning their elections having come on Girl in the Gov. I mean, and without having an endorsement. So it's I high. mean, you know who you know who's God. a former guest on the show who is running for much higher office? Who? Dean Phillips. Oh my God. Yes. Can't I was like, we haven't where talked is about this, this going? I know it's kind of crazy. I, it's wild. I put a story up. I think this was a week or so ago, whenever he announced being like, what do you guys think of this? Like, is this like a good idea? Is this good idea? But bad and like, or like, you know, like kind of like the right idea, but like wrong timing. Is this just like a total miss? Like, what is the prognosis? And the general, the winner of that exit poll was that this was like a good idea, like well-intentioned, but wrong timing. Yeah. I think so. Which is kind of how I feel about it as well. Like, yeah, it's just such a fragile time for Biden. And like, he just needs people to get the fuck on board at this point. Like, stop trying to make fetch happen because the alternative is doomsday. So get on board. And that's all I have to say about it. But yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Cause it's like, I look, I think like Dean's got his shit together. I think he could make a very interesting candidate. I think he's been, you know, kind of an interesting player in Congress as well. And like, we had a great time interviewing him and someone thinks he stands behind. I'm like, cool. But again, it's exactly what you said, where it's like this, these are really bizarre times. And I feel like we always say that, but it's really because the last like eight plus years have been so unprecedented. And I would love one day to be in precedented times. Precedented times sounds so fun. You know, like some people like think of like in some part of life, like going to heaven. Like I think about going to precedented times. That's I know where my brain goes. Yeah. So that would be um, nice. I wonder if we should have Dean as presidential candidate on the show. Hey guys, popping in with a reminder to sign up for the GovHub newsletter. This weekly pop of politics is designed to share action items, resources, and quick links to civic engagement tools and topics directly to your inbox. Save it, share it, and sign up for a pinch of productive politics today by going to girlinthegov.com or visiting this episode's description. If you work in the political space, listen up. Here at Girl on the Gov, we have built our whole business around effectively marketing political messaging through digital media. And we want to help you do the same. We have a full digital media consulting menu these days tailored specifically to the political space. Number one, hashtag viral. It is our paid social media newsletter that comes straight to your inbox every Tuesday. If you've ever thought uh, this meeting could have been an email, this newsletter is for you. We give basics to best practices, platform updates, and the content ideas you need to go hashtag viral. And for offering number two, if you want some one-on-one face-to-face attention, we offer that too. We provide social media audits and consulting to help you achieve the conversions and engagement you've been hoping for from your social media content. And number three, in our newest edition, Podcast Consulting, we are the minds behind this gorgeous political podcast for young voters that we've been running for two and a half years now. So we know a thing or two about how not only to get a podcast off the ground, but how to grow an audience. We provide podcast consulting for anyone trying to get their podcast started or provide podcast audits for those who have started their pod but want to see it take off. Podcasting is a great new in-house digital media marketing tool and a great way for any candidate elected or org to amplify their work and their voice. 
So head to girlinthegov.com slash consulting to learn more about our services and to sign up for hashtag viral to start slaying the beast that is digital media. Skeptical about custom beauty? I get it. My feed is flooded with customized this and personalized that, all promising to fix my split ends and my dry skin and all of the things. But when pros says custom, they actually mean it. It's no gimmick. And your formula literally couldn't exist without you. Each and every bottle of Pro's custom hair care and skin care is made to order and personalized with a unique blend of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals, and they get personal. Pro's covers everything from diet, exercise, and stress levels to uncover what's impacting your hair and skin health. They even asked me about, you know, where I live, the water hardiness that I have coming from my shower, UV index, all of the things. Next, they recommended a full routine of truly personalized products, which were only produced after I placed my order. Nothing premixed, nothing off the shelf. And I know from experience, one-of-a-kind formulas equal one-in-a-million results. Since I switched to pros, I've noticed that my hair is... Definitely fuller. I have thinner hair that just like will not hold a curl or stay voluminous. And ever since using pros, that has changed. But don't just take my word for it. In a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised, controlled clinical study, aka the gold standard in research studies, pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. Try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering an exclusive trial offer. So you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash girlandgov. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash G-I-R-L-A-N-D-G-O-V for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas. Pros.com slash girl and gov. Sound off in the comments if you guys would like to hear that or if you think oh, maybe no. we just shouldn't. Don't sound off in the comments. Write it in the reviews on Apple Podcasts. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. If that's something that would be interesting to everyone, do let us know. In whatever forum, yeah. honestly, that is easiest for you. But I think it's something that is doable. So sound off. What are, what's next on, on your menu of activities for today? Oh, my, my menu of activities. Okay. So 2024, even though we have 2023 elections this week, there was a big poll that came out that sent everyone scurrying for the hills and screaming into pillows that basically put Trump ahead in, I think it was all swing states, but definitely if it's not all, it was majority and I will say this was something that I really like was excited to see by the reaction of people was that people were like, okay, this is scary. Let's do something about it. So that what I, what I saw from that lens, I was like, good, but that is also so wild and so scary. But again, standing in place, not doing anything doesn't help. I think uh, I wish like in time, like going back, I guess like Obama years and then before that Bush years who have taken notes of like how many moments throughout their presidency. I was like, Oh my God, I cannot believe they have to contend with this. Cause like, I feel like with Biden's administration, I don't know if it's just I'm older and I'm more obviously in tune and aware. It feels like every second 
there's another shit sandwich being served on a platter that again, like you're president of the United States, like that's going to happen. Like we live in crazy times. We always live in crazy times, the span and scale and scope and whatever changes. But yeah, I, I'm just like, the thing is with me and these polls is that I just don't care. That's also true. I never care when these polls come out. I just, I know they sound the alarm off for so many people, even those who are work in the space and know it well. I, for me, it just never gets me because I've seen yeah. both sides of the coin where like, yeah, sometimes those things, those polls come true, but they also don't. So it's like, how are you going to measure something so huge like that a year out yeah. and have it be accurate? And usually I'm also like not on the page of always publicizing these polls for people because it depends yeah. on the timing of it. Like when it gets close to an election, I think polls just need to shut the fuck up and go home. Like you're done. Totally. Your purpose has been served. You know, we got all your research to help us, you know, reach out to voters and do all those things. When it gets close to an election, like seriously, shut the fuck up. But I think this far out and especially in the times that we're living in right now, an alarmist poll like this is something I'm grateful for. It's not something I'm like technically like worried about, but because of just the state of where we're at of like, especially on the left of a lot of people on the left being very anti-Biden right now, like I think it's important just to remind people of like what the alternative is. Right. And that even if you don't want to vote for Biden, but you also don't like Trump and maybe you're looking at a third party candidate, you're voting for Trump when you do that. And I just think like this poll actually did a good job of painting that picture of like not even, and even the way it's worded, it's not like Biden loses in swing states. It's like, no, Trump wins in swings in all the key swing states. Like right. that message, I think is something that people do need to hear right now. So. Totally, totally agree. And I think I heard Jen Psaki say, I think it was like a clip from, I don't know speaking at some event and she was saying like looking at polls this far out are just bullshit it's just total bullshit yeah. like she's like look at abortion and roe being overturned and think about then the midterm elections and what happened and what what won those specific elections it wasn't what was happening a year prior it was happening it was what was happening within uh, three to four months before election day right. and so and like even if you like look at like for example when hillary lost the presidential election like what was one of the things that turned it was like the reports happening like a month out so yeah looking at things like so far out again like what you said i think is important of like it tries to hopefully knock people back in a little bit of like hey like pay attention pay attention and look at this like not issue by issue look at this at biden as a whole and what that represents and trump as a whole and what that represents and i think totally. look, there's never going to be a perfect candidate ever like ever. And there's not going to be a perfect president ever either there's always going to be some whoever gets elected there's going to be something i personally don't like about them or you know specifically like to their policy about xyz thing but it's like what is what is the path to preserving and yeah and there have to democracy. be things that you concede on unfortunately because it's yeah. like there's a lot you can disagree with on a certain issue. There's concessions that like have to be made when you make a choice like that, especially when you're facing 
someone so drastic. Like if we're back in yeah. the, like, you know, Mitt Romney, Obama days, like, hey, you know what? Voice your opinion. <laughs> but right. we know who this man is. We know what he what he's done. And we know what he will do when he gets back into office. It's literally painted out in a plan called Project 2025 or whatever the fuck it's called. Like, wake up. So, yeah, yeah, while this poll, like, it doesn't scare me in terms of, like, oh, my God, this is the reality, I just think it's important for, for honestly, people to just be reminded of, like, who we're up against. Because I think there literally is such a big chunk of people out there who still, like, don't feel the threat of Trump and think that he's, like, we wiped him off the face of the planet and, like, we voted him out, he's gone. And it's just couldn't be more of the case and i think he's kind of intentionally doing that like he's staying within his echo chamber of supporters and he's not really like he's trying to kind of stay out of the news i think because he's very much in the news with his lawsuits and everything so i think it's like important for him to have his threat not be felt by so many people because that's what mobilized people to get out in 2020 was like seeing him and feeling him every single day Totally, Which is like, totally. I hate the sound of that, but you know Ugh. what I mean? <laughs> like literal cringe. Like, I'm sorry, the chill's going up my spine. Thank you very much for that. So we'll see. Nonetheless, and, and young voters, I better see a better percentage than 23% of you turning out to vote. I know that was groundbreaking for us in midterms, but 23% of young people across the entire country. That's not even a, that's an, that's a hard F. Like if you aren't getting a test in school, that's an F. Right. It's not even a D, it's an F. Oh no, it's way below an F. Yeah, what's an F yeah. minus, minus? Minus, 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 I feel like. But we're not <laughs> math girls, so who are we to say? <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. Okay, this one I'm curious for. For answers, obviously. Who is your nightmare blunt rotation? Okay, I saw this. When you mean blunt rotation, you mean like literally like passing a joint around in a circle? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Just want to make sure I didn't what do you ping you. Mm-hmm. I didn't ping you as a marijuana girly, but no, I'm not. It makes me very nauseous, but that's fine. Okay. Gotcha. Hypothetical. Well, I do not smoke anymore. A nightmare blunt rotation for me would be. Hmm. Rudy Giuliani. Oh, yep. Jackson Mahomes. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Fair. Why could I see them being friends? Yeah, there's that's just chaos. And Marjorie Taylor Green. Oof. Are we going with three people? Is that, does that yeah. suffice? Okay. Yeah. That is, yeah, that is a nightmare. Although here's the thing. Cause my other question was going to be like, what's your dream team of this? I almost would put Giuliani in dream team because it yeah. would be so weird. You know what I mean? Like, I think it would depend what type of journey you're looking for. You know what I mean? Like, are you going for trippy, bizarre, like you feel like the situation was just a bizarre fever dream of weirdness. You want to know why I put him there? Going- mm. Because it would be a nightmare because I just feel like he'd be really predatory. Oh, well, that's fair. Like getting just that's- creepy and weird and making me feel really uncomfortable and paranoid. 
there you go. There you have it. Okay. So what's yours? Salt. Mine would be Matt Gates for sure on there. Yeah, he's on there. He would be on there for me as well. Mm, Tim Scott and okay. Mike Johnson. Mike Johnson was someone I thought about as well. Yeah. I hate that he's even on my radar these days. I literally could have lived very happily without ever knowing he existed. Right. But the the thing that I think is going to just, you know, just sent me to outer space is his clip or this clip that's now circulating of him discussing this app that him and his son use. That's an accountability app for porn. Excuse me, what? So, yeah. Yeah. <gasps> I'm sorry. First of all, yes, that's disgusting. Ew, what? I have so many questions. I also would like to ask him a few of those questions. I would, I honestly want to learn more. Second, uh-huh. the Tucker Carlson clip, podcast clip. Okay. I cannot remember if I put that clip, like a link to that clip in Hot Mic or not, which by the way, is our newsletter that goes out on Thursdays and it's like our POVs and things and whatnot. But regardless, I need to, I'll, it'll be in this week's because it is absurd who is that guy that he's speaking to because he's like that internet he's, voice that's yeah he's like an internet creator pod I mean, clearly has a podcast but you guys the these clips from this podcast it's tucker carlson literally talking about like cocaine and ripping lines and you know tripping on drugs and having sex and all this really fucking heinous things these heinous things that you literally would never want to hear tucker carlson talk about yeah it was very unsettling so weird so creepy i it was also too like one of these things like you felt like you weren't supposed to see that's oh, what was I've, so bizarre about it like totally it was, not that obviously that doesn't happen sometimes but just given the content I just was like I felt like I'd been sent some behind the scenes clip that like neither of them knew they were being recorded kind of by but it like was not the case like this was very it's like seeing a teacher in public not that he's like a teacher but it's just that feeling of like feeling what are you doing Uh here like you're no so strange and like honestly it's like not that this shit surprises me Tucker Carlson doing a lot of blow I could have told you not that, shocking a thousand percent, but it's the way he admits it and talks about like the way the he highs, verbalizes it too. It's like weird. It's weird. It's weird. You can just tell he's done some dark, weird, creepy shit in his life. You know how like there's always like the rumors that swirl about very weird DC sex parties. Yeah, I feel like he really pegged himself as a prime participant in the way he's speaking in this. So was he, do you think he was living in D.C. though? But like Fox is in New York. Oh, that's a good point. But I'm sure he was huh. in D.C. a ton. But like. Maybe he was I hanging think... off Madison Cawthorn. Mm. Never forget him. That would, <laughs> that's another fever dream. <laughs> oh, oh my that's, God. That's, that's gotta be up there with yeah. our top memory or favorite moments. Mm-hmm. It wasn't necessarily like a podcast recording moment, but yeah. When we got a capital tour from the Swalwell crew and we were walking through like the tunnels into 
the Capitol from the office building. And who rolls on by but Madison Cawthorn? And Sam and I look at each other and try so hard to hold it together. But it was just like out of all 500 whatever something number of Congress people there are, like the fact that we got to see Madison Cawthorn in the flesh was honestly amazing. It was iconic. I've never, (laughs) I had to like literally hold my breath for a good minute and try and like walk it off. Like the two of us were like not well. And we were obviously like this team member. We're trying to like network and chat and like be normal, you know, and. But he was also like, I think he was also had a moment of like, holy shit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There he is. I think too. Also something for like funny is Maddie's very good at having like a poker face and she can be on a zoom or a call and better than me though. And she'll like notice some observation about something happening, especially like on the, like a big massive zoom call. And she'll like text me something. And I, I have to like contort my face in 10 directions because I can't like not (laughs) laugh at it. And you know what it is, is all the complaint. years of soccer of having to like be in a huddle and you'd always just like look across at the huddle and just like make eye contact with one of your friends during a serious team meeting and you would just start laughing and you have no reason to but you have to hold it together it must be that Mustang. but dream team are we doing that one well, let's do I already dream have team mine. one okay let's hear it it's obama it's miley yeah. cyrus Oh. And it's Jack Harlow. Just to kind of get Jack Harlow in the mix, because obviously, you know, I want to meet him. He also, like, Miley's an activist. Jack Harlow likes to get involved in Kentucky politics, you know. So maybe there'll be a love connection. Look, I'm not mad about a, it. A girl I, country. Look, there are a few weddings of yours that I'm already attending, but I will definitely attend this one. This yeah. one. I'll have a few marriages, so. Why not? Yeah. I worry for divorce attorneys in this country. They don't have enough work. So you're mm-hmm. only, you're helping the economy. Exactly. Exactly. There it is. But that is iconic. And I could honestly, like, without ever having met any of them, I feel like they would really all vibe together. We would all really vibe. Yeah. It would be such a good time. Um, And those are the vibes I'm looking for. Not Rudy Giuliani vibes. I'm looking for, no. like, chill, fun, lighthearted, good people good conversation what's yours oh god i like i like how i came up with this question and i have no bloody idea i will say that i think obama has to be a part of it i have been missing him like an ex-boyfriend recently let me tell you i always miss him i know i just i really for all the reasons who else would i pick i think hillary honestly oh oh interesting like I I'd have be one curious, that you can like, add to, but you finish first. Oh God. Mm. Huh. I don't know. Okay, who would my, my third be at that? Well, I guess it's like staying in the political. So I don't know if you wanted to diversify, but Mitt Romney. Not that he would ever smoke weed. I mean, you never know. But never know. I just think you would like to have that like special bonding time with him. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I do see your point, but I think hmm, interesting. I just, almost put just him in another to think about another category, though. You know, it's like you want to have a romantic date with. Oh them. my god, you're gonna get me canceled in ten different ways. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! 
Oh my God. God. The next thing you have on your predictions for GOP debate this week. I had no idea there was a GOP debate. Like I just. I didn't either until, until doing GovHub this morning, guys, which I guess not, it wouldn't be this morning when you guys are listening to this, but GovHub for the week is out. We're now doing a mini on Fridays as well. It's like very, very abridged, but it's cute. It's like gives you some stuff to be ready for the weekend with. Anyways, long story short, only saw this because of that. And yeah, I'm over it. The only thing is occasionally it's a smaller group, a clip that, um, you know, I didn't know Pence suspended his campaign. Where have you been? Oh, I have no idea. I had no idea. Maddie. I also am just like, I'm just like very tunnel vision with everything I'm like working on. It's like funny working now what I'm doing, like, it's just versus what, when it was all girl in the gov, like, we just would see everything. Like, we would find yeah. every single news piece, like, every single article always out there in the ether. And now I'm just, like, I have, like, one lane, and it's just different. I just miss things. But that that's a big, that's a big one. Yeah, you really, boom, boom. I mean, thank God, I guess. I mean, he, it's not like he had, he could not get any momentum. Like, that was... A brutal well none of them can and it's just like yeah do you want to do this do you really want to do this you know well i did see that kim reynolds who's a horror show is endorsing desantis which i think is interesting who is that governor of iowa oh yeah but like good for her go get a girl (laughs) i do think out of all of them this least scary is nikki halley is it haley or halley I think it's Haley. I don't know. I think it's spelled Haley, but pronounced Haley, which is whatever. I actually know someone whose first name is like the same way. It's like spelled Haley, but pronounced Haley. And it really mm-hmm. throws me for a loop because, you know, I can't read. So, yeah, not great. I know. I don't uh, know if her yeah. like the way she moves around issues, especially issues like abortion. I'm I don't know whether that's like actually where she's at and how she would govern or if it's just she's smart and she knows that like she probably can't win on like a super pro-life anti-choice uh grounds like so i don't know whether to trust her on any of her kind of more like moderate takes on these extreme issues right no i i totally agree with that i'm unsold and i don't think i like really trust anything that comes out of most politicians mouth especially when it's like something like that much on the line i think where she seems the least scary to me more than anything is how i've heard her talking about international issues and some that i like really don't know much about but regardless i feel like she is a serious voice and has a from her prior role like a vast network of like international context and international experience and again i think i'm not voting like i'm just yeah, yeah, her international UN ambassador sounds right legit, like it's a real credential, and like, yeah, I don't know. I think she's just also really good at sugarcoating really yeah. problematic stances. So, who knows? But no, totally, that's interesting. I don't have any predictions aside from like Vivek being heinous and making some stupid joke that doesn't land. I just, I don't care. Yeah, me neither. 
And I think I people are start, like starting to not care. I mean, the first one I thought was interesting and interesting to watch as far as just like, cause it was like, Oh God, we're back in debate land. Second one. I didn't really watch. And then now this one, I just didn't even know was happening. So it just shows too how even with all these debates and as time moves on, like I feel as though I could be wrong because clearly I'm out of out of the loop in a lot of ways. These candidates aren't even making any fucking type of ground. You know, like it's still Trump without a doubt, clean cut, full stop, you know? Yeah. So it's just interesting. Yeah. Which is like honestly rare for a primary for the party who is not in power. Like it's usually like a big pool and it's kind of an interesting thing to watch. Like who goes up, who goes down, who says what, who separates from the pack. Like, and the fact that Trump just like won't even put himself on the same like level as these people and just thinks he's, again, he's literally avoiding the spotlight because he knows like, Except for his trials. Look at that, because he can't, he has no other option. Yeah. Yeah, he was getting himself in some trouble today because he was, like, basically not answering the questions the judge was asking him and was treating it like a whole campaign rally, and the judge was just, like, absolutely not having it. Shocking. 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 Like, um, the man can't take anything seriously. So... Yeah. Okay. Well, since you've been living under a rock, one of the things that happened last week was George Santos. It was like basically a vote was held of like whether he would get expelled or not. And he was not. And then Jamie Raskin wrote him. Oh, no, sorry. He wrote Jamie Raskin like a letter, like I guess quasi like a dear colleague letter being like, thanks for like not voting to expel me. And then there were a million spelling errors and just like in untruths in it. And so Rep Raskin literally edited it and like annotated the whole thing. And then it was like posted on Twitter and, you know, obviously it went viral from there. And it is just like the perfect clapback. I will say I do relate to George Santos in very, very singular way. He was the wrong version of principle principles versus principle, like A, L and the L, E. So I get that. Yeah, that is their, their word. Yeah, I have a lot of them. Necessary? Necessary? I will never get necessary. I, every single time I spell it, I get it wrong. Like, I really should just, like, sit down for an hour of my life and just, like, reps writing out necessary. (laughs) Or, like, flashcards. Like, what's the third letter? I just... I can never tell you the difference between a fact with an E and an A. And it's Mm. lost. I just avoid... I say impact. I will not use either word because I literally could not tell you. And then when even I Google it and I like read the explanation, like I still don't get it. Yeah. Just hard. Sometimes the brain doesn't wrap, but I think George Santos brain just does not compute in any way because, you know, he's doubling down on saying that he's Jewish and he like lost family members in the Holocaust. And look, like as a Jewish person, I get it. We're pretty cool. I mean, does everyone continuously for thousands of years want to murder us? Yes. Yes. Get your running shoes on because we're constantly running. So fun. So exciting. But like, it cracks me up just especially as a Jewish person in this current environment. We want to be Jewish this badly. Really? Yeah. Really? But it's also like, like, especially on the right, uh, you know, he probably loves the attention, you know, and there's also this big like cry and rally around Jewish people as well. Like, and he probably loves that. 
Totally. Well, I also too, and like, we'll take like a moment to just like address that too. It's like, first of all, there's been anti-Semitism on both the left and the right. Like it's, I literally was looking at, we got a comment on this video I made on anti-Semitism a year ago. I think I even mentioned this in our last episode and it was a very like anti-Semitic message on it. I was like, really, but it made me like in my video, I'm talking about how the like silence at that particular moment was like really loud in terms of anti-Semitism on both the right and left. I was like, this is the most bipartisan shit ever. And like, we have a variation on a theme. Now we've just introduced Islamophobia into it, which just right. That's like true. the, so it's like you, like, it just makes it even I don't even have the words, not wilder. Cause obviously I feel like I say wild and something silly and I don't mean it to be silly. Like you have, yeah. I think from the, well, it's like, a the moment right that, like, is, is using it as like a situation where they're like, Oh, see, we're not anti-Semitic, but like, then they're open with their Islamophobia. It's like, neither is okay. Like neither is yeah. okay. And that right. was further proven by there's this Montana congressman who introduced a piece of legislation trying to ban Palestinians from the U S which is gross and heinous and disgusting and all the things wrong with this universe and world. And so you see like that shit and you're like, that not only does not help anyone that's suffering in these situations, but it also doesn't progress our world forward in terms of being an understanding and like humanitarian world where we accept each other for different ethnicities, races, religions, and so what. So I'm like, absolutely ick, so anti-American, so like, anti like everything that I think is good in the world. So just a wild situation overall, but George Santos to really bring it back there. George Santos. I, I have no words anymore for George Santos, except for he's just an attention whore. And clearly this is a time when eyes are on a certain group. And of course he's making claim to it. You know, he's just such a piece of shit. But of course, you know what he won't do? He won't do like anything, anything that's like effective or a solution or. Okay. But I'm actually kind of glad about that because it would be almost more harmful. Like, you know how it's like, it matters like who it comes from, you know, or what the messaging is of things. Like if he put forward something, I don't know, say it was like a resolution condemning anti-Semitism in public schools. I don't know, making something up. Okay. Like, while that would be great, then him it coming from him, you're like, this, it loses its value. Because it's like nothing yeah. he puts, you can't take anything he does seriously. And so I think it would devalue anything he even tried to do. So I'm glad almost, no matter what the issue, and it's not like, obviously this is specific to like what we're talking about, but like, even if it were something, I don't know, with like LGBTQA plus rights, if it were with abortion, whatever, I'm like, just stay like, don't yeah but any I feel like it doesn't like necessarily devalue the issue because people will always care but it just it nobody's gonna listen to him like he's not it's not gonna have any impact like so he's just oh my god well go follow along to Zach Malamud's campaign for Congress (laughs) who has been on the show who's a dear friend and who is running against George Santos so and is like the real life version of George and who he George (laughs) is trying to be so Go listen to that episode. Go tune into his campaign because that's one we definitely need to win. But I think that's our solo episode. Yeah. Am I correct in saying that? 
You're correct. We do have a mini like speed round of just housekeeping, you know, get that little broom out just real quick. This is your reminder that Mondays and Fridays are for GovHub, which gives you action items and updates on things happening around the world and domestic politics, specifically action items, resources, things to bookmark, things to send your friends, all that shit. Tuesdays, we send out a newsletter called hashtag viral. It's a paid subscription for those that work in the digital and comm space, looking for content ideas and how to's on all things, social media and digital to your inbox. Wednesdays, we drop an episode, which is where you're listening to this. Now you are welcome. Woo. We love a Wednesday and Thursdays. We drop hot mic, which like we said before, it's like POVs, recommendations, things of that nature, just from Maddie and I. So it's like all from our perspective and that little mishkos. And once a month, we also drop a newsletter with social current. So if you're a creator or you work in talent management or are on a team for a creator that's looking to do stuff in the political or social impact space, it is literally like the Bible of it all that we write and we produce with social current and it goes out Thursday sentence or once, once a Thursday, once a month. Was that English? One Thursday a month. Thursday. <laughs> once a once. <laughs> I promise like we proofread it. unlike my voice. So it's fine. Anyways. So that's the tea. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review. We haven't like closed out an episode ourselves and it feels like a long time. I know so, it's weird. Anyways, it's bye. I don't know. Thanks for listening. (laughs) That's all, folks.